This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. It's hailed as the biggest health policy since Medicare. The National Disability Insurance Scheme, NDIS, aims to provide the nearly half a million Australians who have a permanent and significant disability with the reasonable and necessary supports they need to enjoy an ordinary life. Set up by the Labor government in 2012, the NDIS is being introduced progressively around Australia from July 2016. Yet service providers say more work needs to be done to make the scheme accessible for people from non-English speaking backgrounds. Iman Riman finds out more. Disability does not have to limit people from achieving their potential and living fulfilling lives. The NDIS takes a lifetime approach, investing in people with disability early to improve their outcomes later in life. The task of implementing it falls to the Commonwealth's National Disability Insurance Agency, NDIA. NDIA's Assistant Director for Community Engagement in Victoria's North, Sasha James, explains how it works. The National Disability Insurance Scheme is a scheme that provides opportunity for people with disability in Australia to participate socially and economically in their community and to exercise choice and control in relation to the disability supports that they require to help them live an ordinary life. Simon is a 43-year-old man who was born with intellectual disability. His mother, social worker Gabrielle Fakri, says he needs full-time care. My son Simon is now 43 years old. He was born with intellectual disability, deafness and autism. So Simon does not speak, he's also deaf. And about 10 years ago, he developed a mental health illness, bipolar disorder, which means that he has moments of manic panic where he's on a high and not sleeping and he has times when he's totally depressed and he wants to go to bed for 20 days and not get up. So he has a lot of high needs. Gabriel Fakri was contacted by government to attend a meeting with NDIA's local area coordinator to discuss how the scheme will help her son. She expects once Simon gets accepted into the scheme, the services he currently receives will be combined. So all of that that's been from different government departments will now be funded by this national insurance scheme. So once Simon gets accepted his, onto the scheme and we agree on, on how much money they're going to give me, all that other funding will cease and it'll come out of that one bucket of money, a lump sum. Who is eligible to enter the scheme? To become an NDIS participant, a person must have a permanent disability that significantly affects their ability to take part in everyday activities, be aged less than 65, be an Australian citizen or hold a permanent visa or a protected special category visa and live in Australia where the NDIS is available. Who is delivering the NDIS? The NDIA is partnering with the Commonwealth, State and Territory Governments and community organisations to deliver the NDIS in local areas. The ACT was the first body to fully adopt the new model, reaching its target of 5,075 clients within hours of the full September 30 rollout. The Australian reported on October 15 that newly eligible people have been turned away and told to wait for a vacancy which is typically only available when someone in the NDIS dies. This has caused concerns in some communities as people became worried they may miss out. 
The National Ethnic Disability Alliance, NEDA, is the national peak organisation representing the rights and interests of people living with disability, their families and carers from culturally and linguistically diverse and non-English speaking backgrounds and providing policy advice to government. NEDA's CEO, Dwayne Cranfield, believes the NDIS brings much-needed change. The NDIS is a great idea. It's, it's, a, it's going to change the lives of people in Australia. Um, it's going to change the lives of those people who live with disability um, uh, for the better. Uh, it's a scheme which is probably one of the biggest reforms, social reforms Australia has seen since Medibank or Medicare, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it, it, it's, a, it's a great thing. However, Dwayne Cranfield says more work needs to be done to make it accessible for people from non-English speaking backgrounds. He says that it has taken the government and the NDIA a long time to develop an action plan to get the message out. So we've been talking to them about a strategy to, to engage the, the cult community, but it's, they finally got one that's in a draft form and hopefully we'll see something soon. Social worker and carer Gabrielle Fakri says she heard stories about people not getting the money they asked for and certain programs not being funded. She says there are legitimate concerns that people with limited English might miss out. What was interesting for me is that nobody was running courses for people who do not speak English. So for the migrants and refugees that I work with who have disabled children, they are going to be totally disadvantaged, even though they can request an interpreter at the meeting. The fact is that a lot of the information they may not have had beforehand. In Victoria, the Action on Disability Within Ethnic Communities, ADEC, is one of the organisations registered to deliver the scheme. ADEC's Executive Director, Keith Hitchin, says language is the main barrier. Because of the lack of English, they don't understand the system, so they get a little bit anxious, especially when they've got to change over to the NBIS. And most of them sort of think, well, we're going to lose out in the services, so um, they, they get a bit reluctant to join the NBIS. Another barrier is that the way the NDIS is promoted, is basically promoted through social media a lot and a lot of our clients don't use computers or very little so they don't get that information and the way they get their information is basically listening to radio like the SBS or television and hearing it in their own language. He says ADEC has put strategies in place to make the information more accessible. We've increased our marketing process and advertising um, to, to make, try and reach people from call backgrounds. We've also contacted a whole lot of clients we've worked with over the last five years. On top of that, we have also have an advocacy support program where people can contact us if they need support uh, directly at the moment um, for their pre-planning process. NDIA's Sasha James advises to get in touch with the NDIA directly or with community organisations such as the Brotherhood of St Lawrence. We would really encourage people who are feeling anxious to make themselves available to come to the community information sessions that we provide. So on our website, we have all the details around community information sessions that we have. NEDA's Dwayne Cranfield says speaking to NDIA is a good first step. I think there's a lot of disinformation in the, in the community. I think there are a lot of people who know about it but don't know everything. So I think people are better off going directly to the source of the knowledge um, and, and, and talking directly to the NDIS people. Requesting an interpreter may not be sufficient to fully understand how the scheme works. 
Social worker and carer Gabriel Fakri advises to take your support people with you to get the right information and obtain the services you are entitled to. So people who they know either from their child's school or day placement or any service that because when you're a mother you are very emotional and sometimes you get upset so if you have other people in the meeting they will help the meeting to go smoothly. The National Disability Insurance Scheme states that Australians will now have peace of mind that if their child or loved one is born with or acquires a significant disability that is likely to be with them for life, they will get the support they need when they need it. And that is what Gabriel Fakri certainly wishes for. I am hoping and praying that under this new scheme they will look at my age, look at my health and my husband's health, look at the age of my son and have some sort of planning for when I can no longer look after him that he can be cared for in a proper setting. So that's my, my dreams and my goal for the NDIS. To find out about the NDIS in your area, visit www.ndis.gov.au or call one 800 800 110. Information is also available in Mandarin, Arabic, Vietnamese, Greek, Italian, Cantonese, Turkish, Punjabi. For people with hearing or speech loss, TTY 1800 555 677. Speak and listen 1800 555 727. For translation and interpreting services, TIS 131450. Feature prepared by Iman Riman. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more settlement guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.